Okay, so let's just jump right in. There's no easy way to like go get into this conversation. <clears throat> Excuse me, into this conversation. So, being a part of the black community, we all know like there's this big issue, right? That I think is probably like a number one issue in the black community Definitely. is colorism, and just how colorism plays a part in like status and just. Oh my goodness! So many. Where do you go? But it's not even just colorism, right? Like wrapped up in the colorism is so many other stereotypes and just all these different, just ignorant mindsets, and it just, oh, it just, it just <laughs> makes you like itch. It just bothers me <laughs> so so much. Um, I, I don't even know what's worse. You know what? Let me maybe I shouldn't say that, but a racist black person is just like. To me, colorism is racism only because Absolutely. we we people change or give opportunities based off of color, like light skin, dark skin, mm-hmm. or treat somebody differently, differently. or, you know what I'm or saying, based off of... literally them. see beauty in general. Exactly. So it's just, that's why I say it's racism, before y'all out there talk about, black people can't be racist. We can to each other yeah, in, that, in that instance. And we definitely, yeah, we do. We do. There, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's heavily there. Of course, it all stems back to racism. <laughs> but we got to start taking accountability. So, um... I mean, I won't even ask a formal question. Just, I guess, what are your guys' thoughts on colorism, period? Like, what's your experience? Do you it's have so deep for me. It's only so deep for me because, I mean, Brian doesn't know, but obviously you know how I grew up and my mindset growing up. Racist! Being a very strong colorist, absolutely. I mean, I grew up in a family where I had a white mother who didn't want me to know I was black. So she kind of went above and beyond to make sure I never felt like I was black. I was never, um, I never experienced black culture. Like literally I just have this, the memory of my aunt taking me to get my hair done and my twists and my barrettes and my bubbles. Did you like it? Do you remember that? Oh, it was so cute. I had all my little twists and I, you know, I looked like everybody else. That was, that was my color, everybody else around me. Oh my gosh. Pissed is an understatement. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. The a, like I was never allowed to go back over there again. Like she took him out immediately. Like just whatever she could do. And so me growing up that way, I of course like anybody else's parents teach them anything. Felt the same way she felt. So for me, it was always not just a black thing, but a dark skin thing. Mm-hmm. Dark skin, dark skin guys. Ugh. I'm getting mad. I <laughs> never dated dark skin man. Like, this no. was literally it, but that's literally what was around me. Um, I mean, well, my dad's side, my father who raised me, I mean, they're Mexican. They're mixed with other things, you know, Puerto Rican, Dominican, whatever, black. But I wasn't around them as much. It was, I grew up in Warren, and this is early 2000, so it's 95% white, white middle class, and... It wasn't until probably middle school that I actually started to regularly be around black people, which I, um, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now, but I, I, I took to black people very quick. <laughs> <laughs> like I slid right on in there and I'm just like, oh, like, uh, oh, all right. And then it slowly changed from there and after that. And now I'm like, ugh, dating a light skinned man. <laughs> so I guess my colorism shifted a little bit. Oh but it was, it, was, it was very deep. No, it was a very deep um, 
And then it was more of the reflection because it wasn't like I came across somebody or something that made me want to look into this black culture or change or it wasn't a specific thing. But that whole process of getting there and then looking back, I'm like, that's disgusting. But it's just like, I, I'm not saying, oh, you can't be mad at yourself. Because, of course, I mean, we're all humans. Make our own decisions. Wait, I'm sorry. I blinked out. What was disgusting? Me. Oh, oh how you acted. <laughs> yes. Okay, no, I like zoned out for a second. I think it's the drink. I'm like, what was disgusting? Oh, you didn't get that kind of quick. Now. Yeah, I'm okay. Can y'all pick up a bit? Pause. We go take drink a break. drink break. Take a drink break. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, let's get on the same level. So, that's that for me, it was very different because I didn't grow up in a black household. I actually didn't know I was black until I was 13. So, that also. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Time out. My mom knew she was black from day Everybody's black. moms knew I was I black. Remember, uh, Everybody's moms knew I Everybody knew I was black, but me. <laughs> I remember be, I remember we had been friends for a couple years. I remember getting in the car or something. My mom was like, um, so like, is that Elena's stepdad? And I'm like, oh, like that's her dad. She said, oh, that's her stepmom. <laughs> like, no, that's her mom. Like, she was like, <laughs> I mean, she was like, I'm like, yeah, like she was like, no, that girl, that little girl is black. I'm like, no, like she's Mexican and Hello. white, and she like, oh, okay, girl, like she Literally. was not buying what I was selling. Definitely not. But that was the thing for me, like I said. Because my dad's side is Hispanic. And when I say my dad, I mean this is the man who's literally I'm the youngest of my mother's four children. Um she stepped out, got pregnant with me, but my sibling's father, the man who raised me since the day I was born on my birth certificate, that's my dad. Everybody that knows me knows my dad, you know, but seventh and house was about 13, and I guess that's, so I guess there is a specific thing, because I guess that's what made me want mm-hmm. to discover. niggery. Uh-huh, literally. <laughs> literally. Like, I had to see what this is all about, because... Oh, if I was born... Anything but black, I would be Don't so me. sad. Mm. 13 years thinking I wasn't black. And that's the thing, like I said, because my cousins, like I have a cousin who's half Puerto Rican. I have a cousin who's half black, but they didn't yeah, tell me like, she was half black. But they used to just be like, oh no, you like you just take after your dad's side because my cousins have hair like me and the same skin tone. A lot tone. of Dominican, Spanish yeah. people, period. Like we know everybody not the whole, like what's Eva Longoria. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not yeah. pale right. skin, fair skin. So that's what I grew up believing. Like, oh, you just take after your dad's side. Like, you just look like your cousins. I guess I let that go. I guess I let that anger go and that animosity. Um, and also, I was the one, because like you said, your mom knew. A lot of people knew. Like, they used to mess with me. Like, I remember having this little boyfriend in sixth grade. And he's like, somebody's lying to you. <laughs> like, Ooh, kids are bad. So when I finally, and I guess that is something, kind of one of those things like being gay. It's always in the back of your mind, but you, you always want to, I always knew something wasn't right. right. I, as a little kid, you're not just like, oh, I'm black. Right. You know? black. But something was off and they're just, their excuses didn't make enough sense. But because I was young, I didn't really question it. But when I got to a certain age, like the day I found out, my sister, I asked my sister, blow dry my hair. 
she's trying to blow dry and my hair has not always looked like this okay <laughs> it took me a lot of years and time to get trying. my so she's trying to blow dry she couldn't and blow dryer was getting stuck like she couldn't she's like she's like i can't do this so sarah's like i can't do this like your hair's too nappy like i don't know how to blow dry it i, I didn't take offense to that my hair was nappy as shit okay, like she like, literally like, couldn't and i literally just looked back at her and i'm like am i black and like the whole world stopped. It was one of those like she didn't know like. So you correlated uh, nappy hair with blackness. See. So I, <laughs> I mean, see. No, but literally, you guys, can you picture that? Like, but you gotta think about like me not taking care of my hair. Well, How, right, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quotes, it's like her dry. trying to get through a knot, and she's yeah. just like, I can't do this, and I'm just like, and she because, got real silky hair. So I'm saying, I do her fine. hair. I straighten yeah. her hair. Yeah, and real I just, fine. and she's like. You didn't hear her talk to mom and dad about that. She's like, I mean, I don't know anything for sure. We've heard rumors over the years. She's like, but you need to talk to mom and dad. And I did. And yeah, so ever since then, that conversation, my mom was not happy about that question. She was not happy that I called her and asked her. Okay, so let's talk about white mothers. <laughs> white mothers. Well, first of all, I want to say that I remember cuts way too deep. when we were younger. No, hold on, hold on. I don't have a bad mom. I just want everybody to know that. No, she's yeah, just no. an ignorant, racist white lady. Well, I guess she's not racist. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to put it. That's how I can put it in a nutshell. I haven't even started drinking yet. I'm just going to... Because you guys know my mom. You know my mom. She's a nice person. No, she really is. Okay, I don't know if y'all are watching Girlfriends, but y'all know when Lynn did that show, Ambush. Like, I'm about to ambush her ass. I know. Oh, the sister. Oh, my God. No, what I was going to say was I just remember us being younger. I don't know what age, whatever, but Elena was straightening her hair. And this girl did not use a drop of oil. And I'm like, I still don't. But just like, well, now you use like serums and stuff, yeah. though, like the silkeny mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm just like, this girl didn't put not one, all that thick hair, and she didn't put not one drop of nothing. Just fried and dry. Not even a, a, a blow dry spray. No type of serum, silker, nothing. But nobody in my house used any of that right, when yeah, they straightened yeah. their they hair. They probably used mousse. Nothing straightened. Mousse makes your hair hard. I don't know why people do. This is, this is what they use mousse for, to scrunch and curl. I this is what I used to use for my hair. Now. I used to use mousse for my natural hair. Okay, and hairspray. And lots of gel. <laughs> I feel hot. Y'all niggas ain't hot? <laughs> I just know that. Okay, so, boom, right? I've had a lot of experiences with colorism. Um, oh my god, it's just... It's just so, so deep. Like, it just is such an emotional topic for, uh, you know, to talk about. I remember... Wanting to capitalize on being light brown so bad because being brown skin, I actually got teased. I got bullied a lot in elementary school, but definitely got bullied about um, at both, hmm? like at all your schools or like a specific. Uh, when I moved to Warren, no, that's when, what I mean. Yeah, because I'm saying you went the to kind of Funny thing right? is, when I was, was at a charter school, and I remember being one of literally like I remember counting. I remember being in fourth grade. And counting, there were four black people in my class, including me. From kindergarten, it, it, it literally every year it went up like one or two. Kindergarten, it was like me and a mixed girl. Second, first grade, one other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By the time I left there in third grade, uh, I think there was like four of us in my class. Wait. 
taking over. <laughs> and no, and all white people literally started leaving. No, <laughs> no, seriously. No, so, but the funny thing is, I feel like I was treated way better there than I was when I moved to being around black people. Like when mm-hmm. I moved to Warren, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that's where I got bullied. I didn't get bullied at all kindergarten through third grade, but fourth, fifth, and sixth grade was like terrible because like for me like i was a kid that was outside a lot all summer Mm -hmm. i'm outside oh you're nice and brown i tan very well okay (laughs) and by the time i come back to school i'm like gray like (laughs) seriously uh because i would get like this real dusty type of tan real just be real dark (laughs) and uh i didn't care like i was a kid whatever i didn't even realize it was a thing until people like started making fun of me or uh you know calling me ugly I know, and just like that whole type of thing. Um, I just actually, anywho, but yeah, so that was like a really big thing for me. And then I remember just being compared to a lot of people around me, like in my family that were light skinned. Uh, you know, being com- being compared to a close friend or cousin, it doesn't seem like a big deal until you oh, realize that you have like kind of like a little bit of trauma behind that. Yeah. Like, um, I definitely have. Even issues to this day from being compared to someone when we were way younger. And then, excuse me, as a kid, I always, I was used to having long hair, like long ponytails, like whatever. Like people always complimented my hair, telling me my hair was pretty. Like that was just a thing. Like Mm -hmm. I was cute, little, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I had nice hair, whatever. I went through this period, which I feel like most black girls went to, and my hair was like crap. It was like way coarser than normal, mm-hmm. way shorter than normal, processed. processed, fried, dyed, not laid to the side. <laughs> and um, that was like a really, really, really tough time for me because mm-hmm. I just felt like I found so much security in having nice hair. Like that kind of became my identity. Like once mm-hmm. you just hear that all the time, like, oh my goodness, your hair is so pretty, blah, blah. Or like in my family, like or just being like, using the term like good hair. I hate the term good hair so, 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 so bad. Like I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Just because when I got baby hair, like there's no such thing as good hair. Let's just like debunk that. There like, we go. There's that's no such the thing one. as good hair. It's either healthy hair or unhappy, unhealthy hair. That's, you know what I mean? That's like, literally it. Because what makes it good? A looser curl pattern. I'm gonna say what we straighter hair. I'm gonna say if we're talking we, about society. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. These like that's what things. that is what good hair is to people. Was having like a looser curl pattern, having the ability to lay your edges or whatever the case may be. I personally though like would rather have really thick coarse hair. I feel like you can do way more with it. It's like mm. more like. It can take more. Yeah. <laughs> it can, no, it can, it no, can take more. Like, you're yeah. resilient. Yeah. No, no um, so see, for me, I went through that, but it was different for me being a boy because with my, I had a phase where I really wanted waves really bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally just brush, brush, brush. brush, shit brush. Out. I'm always brushing my hair. I'm walking around with a brush. I'm do-rag and all of that. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Nothing. And my little brother, so my dad is mixed, you know, my grandma's white. And, um, all of my siblings have good hair in comparison to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have bad hair at all, but um, compared to them, I have the bad hair. So, my little brother, literally, his hair is like that dirty, like, little right? beat ball. Oh. No, you know, like, you know how you see, like, the little dirty boys, like, oh, they need to brush their hair. It's just, like, beat balls and all of that. <laughs> What's like, a beat ball? You know, yes, it's just like that little, little balls. Like, like their hair just looks, they look, it make them look bad. Anyway, I know what a beady beat is. Yeah, so that beady <laughs> Why are we using that? <laughs> because that's just how his hair looks. So, we go to the barbershop. 
And literally, my dad, and my daddy, he asshole. I love him, though. But I get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. Ain't no ways. Like, and I'm just, and then my brother gets in the chair. He not doing nothing to his head. He cut. He got that tight curl pattern. He cut his hair. 360 really spinning like just so what was your hair just like straight flat yeah it was just like yeah i just had a regular haircut but it was just like oh my god like you know that's so like my daddy he know because he seen me just walking around brush brush brushing so he rubbing it all in my face like your brother ain't touched his head with a brush and you sitting here and you like pissed because we both look at my brother get his haircut and it's just like as he's spinning him around the waves just (laughs) going that's just like you know so it, it it I brought that up because it was kind of like that good hair thing. Mm -hmm. Like, cause for me, it was just like, as a boy, that was the thing. Like, you know, especially like being younger, I hated a haircut. But when I had that moment of, okay, I want to have like the haircut, like all the other boys got, I want the waves. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get it. And then I got somebody, my little brother. So you've never had waves before? Not for real. Not, not no banging. Like all my (laughs) junk swimming, you get seasick. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. It's, it's, it, it really take a lot of work to do that. So it's just like, for me, it just it never it never panned out. I couldn't do it. See, that's another. Or even thing like too. I tried an S curl before and Ooh, it didn't it, take. No, my straight my hair, hair just went even straighter and softer, and it was just was like, okay, where's school? the curl? Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every boy tried an S curl in high school. Their mama, their mama did wrong. it wrong, and they came to school with a hood on because they come in there looking like a all of their hair came out straight, looking like a five, not even a temptation, five heartbeats. No, yeah, I, and I remember, you know, and I remember feeling like this huge satisfaction, like when anybody would compliment, like, like if my hair was like in a bun or a ponytail, and like my hair was wavy, like I remember, mm-hmm. like if somebody would mention, like, ooh, like your way is banging in my inside, that would do so much for me, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. ugh, like that just was really like a just solidified something like that made me feel important like okay boom like i'm not dark brown like i got a wave pattern like this is good like i'm 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 good i'm in there like i'm a part of that uh i genuinely do not care anymore but it took a long time though for like for me to get to that point it's hard see i have like opposite experience with my hair i mean my hair has always been similar to this this texture but again going back to that being around people who didn't want me to identify with black culture, they did everything possible to straighten this, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, perms at, like, five, six, like, not relaxers, perms, mm-hmm. like, just frying my hair, trying to get it straight, like, even what you talking about, like, that nice little wave pattern, nope, brush the shit out of that, <laughs> making sure it's in a slick, straight back ponytail bun, gel, hairspray, like, by the time I was old enough to take care of my own <coughs> hair, when I was probably like, what, 12, my hair was so, my mom used to cut my knots out. She couldn't brush through them. Wow. Why do people use conditioner, don't they? <laughs> Just like, stop this shit. She used to cut them hair. out if she couldn't, cut, if she couldn't brush through them. Wow. And this is, and there's, this is not no brush from the bottom. Right. No, she would from the top down and if she can't get through it. Yeah, you talk about trauma. There's no no more traumatizing memories I have than my mom brushing and cutting my hair yeah. because she couldn't do it. Wow. That's really deep. That's sad. So even when you think about do you remember that time that I burned my hair out with a relaxer? I burned it out. <laughs> I should have washed it before we left. <laughs> Yeah. Was what it was, but that's why it's just trying to. I, I <laughs> she was like combing her hair; it was just coming out in clumps, <laughs> and I just crying. She asked like, me to do it. You know, that was probably some whole inner, some racist shit. I ain't never had no perm before. So soon, <laughs> I knew how to do it because because <laughs> I was black. 
Why was I putting? Wait, you <laughs> said that was in a lantern that time. It wasn't a straight curve. Yeah, it was like a. Well, it wasn't like it was like an olive oil. Yeah, something. yeah, one of those. Like, was it all for me? What's that? Little? Just for me? Just for me? Oh. Relaxer? Mm-hmm. No, literally, and we burnt the biggest chunk of my hair out. But yeah. that's what I mean. Just trying to. But her hair was so thick. I remember so this vividly because, like, I parted it down the middle <laughs> and I did one side. But by the time I finished the right side, the left side had been in there for so long. <laughs> and then I kept it in to go <laughs> to pick a friend up. So me, we went to go pick Lily yes. up, drove a good 20, 30 minute drive there drive. and back. We were old enough to drive. No, my dad took us. We went to go pick Lily up. Okay. Came all the way back. And the and apartment we never supposed to sit that long. Not at all. Yeah. Lesson learned. Now I don't do anything to my hair. I don't process it at all. <laughs> Voila. Exactly. <laughs> right. The results of us letting our hair do its own natural thing. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, I remember, like, the greatest, like, times, like, my hair has been is when I go on, like, a heat strike. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope, not flat ironing my hair, not pressing it, not blow drying nope. it, nothing, just no heat. letting it do whatever it wants to do. But, um, <clears throat> moving on. So, yeah, it's just, oh my god, I'm sorry. This is just, like, a really, it's just so sad, it's like, because I just, and I know it's just so you, much, it's like, powerful. it's just so much stuff that you really go through in your mind. Like, I remember, I just, I personally had, um... Like low self esteem for so long, and it, when I think about it, it's literally all going back to like this whole type of topic. So, mm-hmm. um, one thing that I remember being very, very popular, right, was like the whole light skin, team light skin, team dark skin mm-hmm. whole thing. And I remember being like, what I'm not. Me? Yeah, like, what I remember me? hashtagging Team Caramel. Okay. That's so stupid. <laughs> that is so stupid but i remember like but and, I, and, and then once, once i started getting to that point where i really didn't care and like people would say i was light-skinned i'm like no i'm like i remember like, arguing like no i am not light-skinned like i'm light brown yeah. like i'm yeah. a brown person brown like because yeah. in my because i was battling getting out of that whole that trauma that such like the whole growing up like that like in my mind like no don't put me back there i'm not light-skinned i don't want to be light-skinned <laughs> i'm brown skin i'm brown i love it i love it here it's brown and i love it so that's why so there's a couple rules to me like if i have a like if i have a daughter for my daughter if i have another daughter the very first time anybody mentions her skin tone <laughs> hair texture any like if you say oh you look pretty your hair is pretty that's different but i don't want to hear anybody telling her like oh you got good hair or um Oh my! This is just just over daunting on the hair aspect because to me hair was so important and it shaped so many of my decisions and my sadness as a young kid. Mm-hmm. I refused, and it happened because of adults around me. Like it's everybody's that I'm thinking about adults. Like are y'all fucking it's stupid? It's always the adults. So I said it's always the adults. Adults like and older um and older uh, Jeez, teenage kids. Yep. Let me just say this. I'm gonna, I wasn't gonna say this, but I'm gonna say it she because say this it is anyways. just so. This is just so ignorant. I remember very 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 vividly. Being younger, right? Let's say eight. I don't know. And um, I had a co- I have a cousin who is close in age to me, and we have two cousins who are about seven or so years older than us. So, oh my goodness. So, like I said, I like I mentioned in the summertime, I'm no longer light brown. You you brown skin. I I ain't caramel. <laughs> So I, at this time in this scenario, and I don't think I've, I've only I've only ever shared this story with maybe my mom and for sure my husband. And um, now the world. 
<laughs> um, so now, boom, we're talking about an eight year old and 16, 17 year olds, right? Two eight year olds, 16, 17. Let's, let's make sure we got the ages right so y'all can realize how stupid these people were and how, I mean, I just can't even imagine. So we were doing something, and now this person, the, the, the cousin I was with, is somebody that I got compared to a lot. Now, this person uh, in the summer, she was she was lighter than me, and she had really long hair. And I remember, like, the, the older people, they just kept, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so beautiful. Talking to her, like, you're so pretty. Your hair is so pretty. Blah, 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 blah. Like, just, oh, mm-hmm. just for, like, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, right? And I'm, I'm right there. You're standing right there, right? This motherfucker looks at me, uh-huh. right? I don't want to hear it. And she I don't says, hear it. oh, Chelsea, you have really pretty nail beds. <laughs> Fuck you Wait, If I'm lying, I'm flying. And y'all see I'm sitting, right? <laughs> now that is funny as a 25-year-old. No, but that was so messed up. Like what? Right, no, it's literally like, oh like, my God, like Brian, you are so pretty. You're like, so pretty. She could have said so anything. No, like, there are so many sideways compliments you could give and your eyebrows look nice. I like your outfit. Do you think I know the nail game? <laughs> nail back like, <laughs> my nails what am I <laughs> it's very very it's sick. Sick. <laughs> I laughed until I cried. Oh, that's really no, no that's that, no, that is disgusting that's, I'm gonna say this too I'm gonna, just transparency oh, you know I wonder if that's um, like a um premeditated no she now that I'm older and even in that moment I knew she was being malicious purposely okay See, again I mean. we're talking about a 16 17 yeah year you know what you're doing and um Wow. I also like I said, just in the case of being transparent, this is the very this is the first time that I've ever told that story without crying. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Because I just remember. Yeah. No, it's traumatizing. No, yeah. Like you said, don't make me cry. No, okay, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, and that's just that, and that's a small example, right? I mean, but, small, but that's, yeah. compared to what I endured, like that's just like that's just part of the reason, you know? What I'm saying like they literally just sat and like doted on her, and like you said, it's one thing if it's just you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. you're not receiving these compliments or you're receiving sideways compliments mm-hmm. but it's when you're sitting there being compared to somebody mm-hmm. else somebody like you said who you're close with you're close in age you're around and you're just sitting there yep. they could have literally said nothing they could have just been praising her and then just didn't even mention no, they looked at, she looked at me and went out of yeah, her way to be a, a, a and i just can't imagine mm-hmm. what kind of headspace you have to be in as like a teenager. Yeah, absolutely. You, you have to like hate that. yourself. Absolutely. To make, want to make an eight, absolutely. nine year old feel, feel so low about yeah. yourself. Because when I was 16, 17, I have cousins who are, you know, 10 years younger than me, mm-hmm. eight years younger than me. There's whatever. no way. It's no, I couldn't imagine. I purposely, and maybe it's because of my experience, but I don't think I'll be that ignorant. But when I see my little cousins, oh my gosh, hey, you look so pretty. Next right. week. Girl, you look cute. Okay, yeah, hair, yeah. jacket, yeah, whatever. Like I get, everybody gets a compliment, multiple compliments, hugs, kisses. Like because they need it. And I'm, I, I can never see myself comparing them to each other, comparing them to somebody else. Like y'all are all literally beautiful in your own, in your own way. As yes, cheesy yes, as it yes, sounds, yes. like I would just never do that. Um. So yeah, like that just kind of fueled a little bit. Like I said, that's the first time I ever told that. I just told my husband this story maybe a month ago, and I cried. He didn't know that. That's so, yeah. terrible. Yeah. People are just... Ugh. But let me just say this. <clears throat> I'm doing way better than homegirl right now. <laughs> <laughs> it really don't even matter. Oh, Cheers wait, to okay. 
clink, clink, clink. Okay. Mm. Now what your nail beds are looking like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably don't got a rock to weigh that nail bed down with. Okay. Okay, okay let me stop. We're not okay, even. Okay, <laughs> you know that. And because, because, because you know what? I, I, I'm grown. I can defend myself now. Like, what's good? Anywho. So let's talk about uh, self-hate versus and self-love, right? Like, how did you get to the point of self-love? Um, like I say, for me, it was a so really, stupid. really, really long journey. Like, I can even say, like, I've only been confident, genuinely confident, not fake confident, maybe for, like, two or three years, maybe? Mm. I ain't even there yet, honestly. And that's, that's no, real. No, for real. I mean, I have my moments where I'm... Like, you feel yeah. like you that? Yeah, yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Like, I have my moments where it's like, you can't tell me that. I don't care what I got. Yep. I, if I know I got it on and I feel like I look good in it, that's it. I don't need the compliment. But yep. then I have those other moments where it's like, okay, I got this on. I'm a little uncomfortable. If I get the compliment, it's like, yes, okay. You know, that's what I need. But then I also get the critique and it's like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten to a point, like, just at my job to where it's like, I'm like, Please don't say nothing to me. Like <laughs> No, yeah. Because it's just like, I get the compliments. Like, oh, Brian, I love your hair. Oh, Brian, that's a dope hoodie. Oh, Brian, you know, you look really nice today. But then I also get, well, why did you want to do that with your hair? Oh. Or, See, I've worked you too, know, I've why, like we're too old why for stuff did like that. You, you know, did Who are you, you, talking you to? think that hoodie's appropriate? And see, no, that's my problem because for me, when it comes to work specifically, I don't have the... <laughs> proper communication skills mm. because for me i my first thought is that like, who was you talking to and it's like i can't do that at work that's not the right. that's not a professional mm-hmm. like this is a professional setting i can't just go there so it's like I have oh to honey yeah that. the microaggressions like, at work go like but see for me and i mean i don't mean it like that but i work with all black people so in my eyes no I th- black people have to give microaggressions too i thought you know in my eyes i thought it would be different uh, yeah like something to you know if i'm working with you know white people or non-black people so it's like okay well yeah maybe you don't but it's just like I've experienced so many like praises, but it's like, I guess what comes along with the praises is like the downfalls. But for me, or like, you know, oh, I don't like that. I don't care for that. But for me, it's like, I'd rather have nothing if I have to get both. So that's where it's like, right. Like don't say nothing to me at all. Yeah. Because it's like, I appreciate the praises. Yes. That's nice. That's nice. The compliments. I like it. Okay. But when you just feel the need to express your opinion, and it's not a good one. It's like, okay, well, what made you think I wanted to hear that? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, um, so yeah, that's just, that's how that worked. Um, no, I would just say like, finish your thought, but oh, pause yeah, real quick. Okay. I just wanted you to make sure it's still recording. Okay. I have PTSD from Patricia's story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want my battery? Where's your charger? Uh, it's still recording though. I had it. Oh, it's right here. Oh, how did we plug up the charger last time? Plug it up to my computer. That might work. Mm, it might not work. You know how I be doing that little eh, 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 eh thing? Um, um, no, I don't know what that is. It says 20%. 20%? We should be good for now. Okay. It's on It's on low power mode, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, 20% low power Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was okay. on like 24 when we came down here. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's good. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. So, yeah. So, basically, like, you know, for me, like, with the self-love, I am still in that space. Because it's like, or even like being gay is kind of like... That's something to where it's like, 
I'm comfortable around females because females are more accepting, or at least in my experience, they've been more accepting of me being gay. Now, I haven't had any real, like, oh, this fag or nothing like crazy like that. Like, people just. Not to your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like with people definitely that. Um, with that being <laughs> said, I am a little more standoffish with guys, but I think that also just plays into like my self love for myself because it's just like. I'm not big on being like, okay, well, I'm going to tone down who I am. Or right. I'm not, for me personally, I don't think I'm just over the top or I'm not like super flamboyant. <laughs> and I, I love, I have super flamboyant friends and I don't, I wouldn't change them or I don't want them to ever feel like they need to change. But who I am myself, I don't feel like that's who I am. So because that's not who I am, I still feel like, okay, well, I'm about to be around some straight guys or I'm coming into this environment. I don't know how you feel. So. Just tighten up a little bit. Yeah, like, what's up? How you doing? Like, what's Nothing good? changed. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's that's just how I feel sometimes. So it's like, for me, that is that whole, like, self-love. Being because, comfortable with yourself. Yeah, because it's like, I don't feel like I'm all the way there yet. Yeah. And I definitely went through, like, the... I didn't really get the colorism bullying, but I got the being skinny, mm-hmm. having a big head... Um, oh, please. I went through yeah. like my teeth was bad, so yes. it's like I, I don't even know if y'all ever pay attention, but I really cover my mouth. I remember that. So it's like yeah, so it's like just even with that, it's like I'm still. I'd have got back to that. I stopped doing it, and now I'm back. And it's just like it's just little stuff that's just like you know with all of that. I just for me, my self love isn't where I would want it to be, and I feel yeah. like I do love me definitely, but it's just like isn't that like one of the part of like the hierarchy? Isn't self love like the like number like the highest yeah i'm about to say yeah, I, I think i'm pretty sure actually, it's like, like actualization or self-actualization yeah, like yeah. at the top top but it's like it's close they're, they're like there. It's, yeah it's top like it ain't next yeah, yeah. with like uh family love mm-hmm. and relationships and, and i also feel like it's just a little bit different for you because like you said it's not like you're just gonna change yourself and who you are as a gay man being around straight men but at the same time, you know the world that we live in today. And you don't know how other people are going to react. Yeah. So not that you walk into rooms twerking now or, you know, being yeah, all. I mean. But you never know. Even if you do say something, how a grown man might look at you and react. And in today's day and time where people don't care, people are just attacking people and all this crazy stuff. Like, I definitely get it. Yeah. It, it sucks. Sick. Goodness, I guess. What was the question? Self love. Oh, you, have you ooh. gotten there? No, that's a process. Same thing. It's definitely a long process. Um, I guess for me, it's a little different because, and I guess I don't know if this goes with the the light skin girl thing. I didn't get the bullying when I was little. Of course. When not. I no, well, I'm. <laughs> trust me, things changed when I got older. But when I was younger, yeah. And I mean, like. All the white boys liked me. All the black boys liked me. Like, I, it was a thing. Like, I was the, the pretty light-skinned girl when I was younger. Um, I don't, but it's not that I don't, I don't remember it being that term. I just remember, like, getting a lot of attention when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming that's, you know. Because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I had another friend, again, close to, we were in the same, I mean, we look alike. Same thing. We were always the two that all the boys liked. But when I got older is when it kind of shifted like I don't really know what it was exactly but I wasn't getting that same kind of attention and at the same time as when I was really trying to find myself Mm -hmm. and I was in a space with that um stereotypical light skin I was too white for the black people I was too black for the white people so now I had to find my way in there I don't even know 
Who do I sit with? Who mm-hmm. do I talk to? Who do I hang out with? Because I get both experiences. But like I said, even being in like middle school, all the black kids used to make fun of me for my posture because I used to always sit up straight. I was in karate, okay? And that was like a really big thing for my dad. Like, it's your posture, your posture. But I used to like, make I just for say, that. I got bullied for having bad posture. When I was in fifth grade, right? I remember these boys very vividly. Uh, asshole. They were like they were. Assholes. They would call me an old lady because like I would walk like with my shoulders like slouched like this. And they would be like, uh, here comes the old lady. And they would literally like walk over and like walk all slow and stuff oh like that. Like, See, those like, same little assholes were the opposite for me. They used to always say I was trying to act white. That was such a big thing for me is acting white. Like, that was, I, I don't want to say bullied, but that's what I got the most. Mm-hmm. Is she stuck up. She acts white. Again, I grew up in a white household. Like, I literally <laughs> in a white neighborhood. Like, I speak like everyone around me. I went to elementary school, normal school. Like, it was nothing special about it. So, I mean, those were, like, my main struggles. So, pretty much for me, it was after high school. I mean, that was kind of my breaking point, like my rock bottom for my self-hatred was when I was graduating high school, Um, just figuring everything out. Like, I remember like a really traumatizing experience for me was filling out my college applications. Um, Mother lived in a different state. Like my, like my parents weren't those like sit you down every day, like you got to go to college, college, like that wasn't shoved down our throats. Um... So me making that process, I kind of did everything by myself. I filled out all my applications by myself, my family. Like, I just Googling stuff, like, asking friends. Like, I did it myself. And for the first time, it was literally going to college. Because, I mean, my whole life, I've always um, checked off, like, two or more races or, like, Hispanic, white, Caucasian. But it was my college applications for some reason. I'm like, this is my adult future. Like, I can't lie about my life. But in my head, I'm like... How much of a lie is it? Like, so I was stuck. Do I check black? Like, do I check African-American or do I check Hispanic? What do I even identify with? Is it disrespectful to the man who raised me by saying I'm this race, even though I was raised by a Mexican man and a Mexican family? Like, that was probably one of the most traumatizing experiences for that because, or for my life, because from there I had to figure out. Where do I go from here? Who am I from here? And I cried. Oh, my God. I hyperventilated because I literally couldn't check a box. White was the only box I could check for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Like I, I know that. Yeah. And I'm just looking like, and after that experience, that's when I really learned how to love myself. That's when I really learned who I was. And that's kind of how I fell in love with myself. That's when I stopped straightening my hair. Literally. Like, that's when I just stopped trying to fit into a box trying to fit into where i think people would want me or see me best and just start doing my own thing and that's why i am who i am now yeah i might be the the loud annoying person that's who i am you know like i might be the one who never has a bra on or who has the crazy hair half the time and that's just what it is and i'm okay with that all my friends know my family knows so you think you've reached like the point of like full circle self-love like of course there's always yeah, stuff yeah. to work on and, but absolutely absolutely because like, there's the nothing point, anybody can say to you right now not to be like thing. that I, would make you like and i say this all the time like i say this to marlon the most but i'm like jesus couldn't come tell me himself like i there's no way because like i said i got to the point where i 
for me, I mean, I'm sure I still need therapy to get me to where I really need to be. But mentally myself, I've got myself to a place where, yeah, no matter what it is, especially especially the physical. For me, the physical is the easiest yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what it's I'm talking about. Else. But the physical is the easiest. I could. It doesn't matter when I wake up to when I go to sleep, whether I get ready and go out or I'm literally bun on the side, this half down and in a t-shirt. Like, can't tell me that I'm not as fine as I know I am. Like, it's just... Yeah, it took a long time to get there, but I've been like that for some years. Like my confidence level has been at like all time highs. Good. Um. So, do you think that um, I guess light skin trauma, right, is a thing? Do you mean like? I was like, can you define that? Like, no. <laughs> so, do you mean like 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 for instance, like being just like and going through just stuff? like the whole like Black Lives Matter. Blue lives matter. Like, black, dark skin, brown skin girls. Because I see this conversation a lot where, like, brown skin girls are like, this happened to me, this was my experience, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes this fucking light skin girl with her, you know, I, I, this, is my, this is my take on it. I'm going to just give y'all my take. Fuck, you know, whatever. <laughs> when somebody is sharing their experience, right, it is never, ever appropriate or your, uh, it's not, like, ever an opening for you to say, like, I got bullied too. We're not talking about you right now. Okay? Like, in this space, in this conversation, we're talking about the abuse of dark-skinned women. And I'm not even talking about how dark-skinned women are treated corporately or by white people because that's a whole other thing. Right. I'm talking about how dark-skinned women are treated. It is the job of light-skinned women, brown-skinned women, or hormone. (laughs) (laughs) It is the job of non-dark-skinned women to... Advocate for, take up for, you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. just uplift dark skinned black women. That is literally our job, our duty, our responsibility. Why? Because we literally, even though I feel like, like, I feel like I've had my own, like, personal traumas, and I know it don't touch, I couldn't touch a, a dark skinned girl with a tack when it comes to think about anything that they went through. Just think about us being in elementary school. Like, just think about nothing else. Just, the names that dark-skinned girls were called. Yeah. And that's it. Think about nothing else of their whole lives. Just the names they were called. Really young. Too. At five, six, I remember, seven years old. I was old. in fifth grade. I, there's so many that just came to the top of my head and I could just see. And it's always, it's usually boys. It's, it's usually boys. little boys. And I that's the sad girls. part because boys are the ones who... Who dark-skinned mamas. Well, yeah. But I was going to say, little boys, unfortunately, <laughs> no matter how pretty your Damn. mama tell you you are your daddy tell you, you are little boys kind of solidify like okay rather yeah. i'm on the cute side or the ugly that's side that's very true when you're young because yeah. if, you, if little boys not t- if they're not talking to you you're, you're, not, gonna child cute. To, you're not gonna feel cute so i remember i remember being in fifth grade with a, a set of sisters one was dark skin and one was light skin i'm not gonna say their real names but let's just say the names were something like the dark skin girl name was shaniqua mm-hmm. and like on that spectrum mm-hmm. and then like the light skin girl her name was uh Haley, okay. She had a very simple name. Mm-hmm. They had two different dads. The light skinned girl, she was she had curly hair, and the dark skinned girl, she had like short, um, very I can tell it was very processed. Her hair was very unhealthy at that time. Mm-hmm. She had like a really short, like point she wore like a side ponytail with like a swoop. Uh and then her oh, sister swoop. had big curly hair. And I remember them being compared like by the little boys in our class all the time. And I remember like I 
remember I remember I took up for Shaniqua before. And I'm like, because honestly, but why is Shaniqua looked better than Haley? And not, but why is it? But Hayley it don't matter. To be dark skin, right? To be dark skin, you have to be twice as pretty, twice as funny. Your hair has to be twice as healthy. It sounds like just being black. Inside, yeah, inside, no, being black. inside being black. Because yeah. you would think that as a dark skin, so you gotta be four times. You would feel safe around a bunch of black. okay if i see a group of black men this is my people this is where i'm supposed to be wow. but no these the same niggas that's about to make you feel like shit because you dark skin because your hair not straight because your hair not curly that shit is corny that shit corny Very, as fuck no. and most of y'all mamas is dark skin like i said yes your, sister, your grandmas every, all your mamas got the short 40 and up haircut come on okay 27 the 27 piece, piece. <laughs> Yes. Like stop playing for real. No. Is that what it is? Because that's how I feel like it circles back to y'all niggas. You hate yourselves. You hate your mama. You hate your ghetto ass mama. You hate yourself. Like no, your mama. No. I love mama ghetto. Shit. <laughs> she gotta be. That's cool. Like that. Like no, but yeah, like you hate yourself. Your mama probably pissed you off. Now you got this whole, you know, you just hate black women. Your but, goal is to disrespect and just. It really seems like that. that. Like that's the goal. The goal. Unfortunately, though, you know that. And I talk about grown ass men. Like, you're a black yeah, man. Um, why do you think it is that men have the tendency to do that? No, how because, about no? Why do men have? Why do they feel comfortable doing that? Because that's what we've been conditioned to see, or like that's what we've been shown that light is better and dark is not. So it's just like. That sucks to say it like that, but that's really what it is. It's like, okay, light skin is equivalent to pretty. I know a whole bunch of light skin girls that's ugly. Like, I was not in a, like, ugh. Like, you know, I mean, they might be nice people and all of that. But, but can I just say, a light skin girl has to be butt crack ugly to be considered ugly. Oh, I'm no, talking literally. about on yes. the, the bottom, the scum on my shoe. Because there's some super ugly light skin girls that are praise. No, and then they, not even something ugly, they just not cute. Yeah, they, they not, not what yeah. they are being held up to be. And I feel like so many, so many pretty, beautiful, gorgeous, brown skinned women the realize that, yeah. but they can't even say it like, that bitch ain't even cute for real because not a hater. hater. Yeah, like it's nah. always gonna come to being a hater. But is but that's oh, I'm just so I'm just no, I'm just so much that was going through my head because I just hear I'm just, I'm just so many just niggas going through my head. I hate you niggas. Oh my god, I don't date dark skinned girls. I'm not attracted to dark skinned girls. You've seen every dark skinned girl in the world. How can you tell me? A black woman that you're not you don't you're not attracted to dark skinned girls. Oh, you don't like dark skin. What does that even mean? And the, the fact that I'm light skinned, it just hits me so much deeper. Because like I said, I had a certain mindset when I was younger, but I'm pissed. Like how you just said, we should be the ones advocating for dark skinned women. Yes. I'm pissed. it pisses me off. Like I can't even tell you. But being older and actually knowing what's going on in the world and looking at things in real perspective. Like I said, just thinking about forget in the workplace, forget as an adult, forget at home. Just I'm literally, you don't know how mad I am just thinking about being in elementary school and thinking oh. of just not even how they were treated, just just the names they were called. Jesus, not even cool. how they were treated. What kind of names? You know, I will say that I didn't hear a lot of like Burt everything. Names. Definitely Burt yeah. everything. Burnt, oh my god, that was the thing. Burnt biscuit. That, Burnt, that's what's yeah. coming. That keeps coming to my head. Yeah, that's true. Over. That's true. Burnt biscuit. Just not, I would say biscuit. girls with like dirt. I've heard that. Oh my like god. you just look like dirt. Like I literally, I'm having specific specific people, specific boys, specific girl, like. Kids are just so mean. Oh, girl. <laughs> I want to know what you're talking about. I don't think you do it. This is like third grade. Oh, okay. Not dirty. Because I'm picturing a girl, so I'm thinking I'm picturing Shaniqua. And Shaniqua was really cool. Like, I liked Shaniqua, her. Which one? 
I'm a Shaniqua, not her. Oh, yeah. Oh, we did know a couple of Shaniquas. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, we, we definitely went to school. And with then some I'm Shaniqua. kind of thinking some sisters. We'll get to that afterwards. You might not remember. This was fifth grade, but you, you, they only went to, they only went to VDPS for one year, oh, okay. and they left after that. Probably that's probably why. Okay, right. Yeah. So uh, I just really feel like now. You know, I say it's the responsibility of light-skinned girls, like brown girls, or socially accepted girls, because even really exceptionally beautiful brown-skinned girls, like brown-skinned girls that have really nice skin or European features, like it's Bodies. your job too to advocate for, I guess, the average brown-skinned Man, girl. Forget, I mean, I forget that, but ultimately, it really stems to us. Oh, I'm about to get to go. I was don't worry about it, honey. This is I was, okay, yeah, I was, I was segwaying. So I was about to say, even though I said that, okay, it's really the responsibility. I'm putting all of the responsibility, <laughs> all of the weight, all of the whatever on black men to start, stop acting stupid. And to start respecting and uplifting black women. It is your homework. When you see a brown skin yep. girl, tell her she look pretty. Tell her she the finest person you saw. Even if she not. Like me personally, when I'm on Facebook and Instagram, I like pictures that I don't like. That pick out like two likes that I feel like most people aren't going to like. Right. Because I people like aren't going to think it's cute. Yeah. I like it on purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not to be like... I guess full of myself, but I do feel like when I do that, it makes that per like certain people feel good. Like, yeah, oh my it, goodness, it like, like I like they picture. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, um, so I do that on purpose. Like, it, it's not gonna hurt you to tell a brown skin girl she look pretty. You know what? Dark skin. Let's stop. Saying I was gonna say, don't skin. even say brown skin because a dark skin. Girl. Then and it's gonna do be your color later. Right. Do you not. gonna be the do and don't do not don't say, say it. You, you better not say it for a dark skin. We too old for it. You look nice for a dark skin girl. Like that. That's such a backhanded compliment. Though, it's one like, thing for a man to hear a woman, a black woman say, it's one thing for a man, but I think this was maybe like two months ago. I was with a friend of mine who is light skinned, but she's darker than me. She could be considered brown skin on some levels, probably not, but she's darker than yeah, me. She, she, she like in between she us. Real she real light. Yeah, she no, real light. She, no, like, she's darker than me. She might be your whatever. Oh, she ain't caramel. But... <laughs> She had the nerve to say, like, looking at a picture, like, oh, yeah, like, she cute, like, for a dark-skinned girl or whatever. What'd you say? And it's just, like, girl, you are, do you know who I was talking to? Is <laughs> <laughs> there much you can say? I literally, we were sitting there, literally had to look. And I'm, like, the girl wasn't even dark-skinned, dark-skinned. That's the thing. She wasn't even, like, she was, like, dark brown skin. She wasn't dark-skinned, although she was a little bit darker than you. She cute for dark, like being dark skin or whatever. I'm like, girl, she cute. Like she was cute. That's it was a cute it. picture. She's cute. Period. Like ended at that. That's it. No, that was the end of the sentence. There's nothing left after that. You know, I just feel like my dark skin sisters, sisters, have to go through so much, and I, I, I just it's bullshit to me, honestly. Um, but then that's a fetish too. On top of that, like. Now we have to all have mixed babies. That's what's going on right now. That's the fetish that's going yeah. on right now. All these beautiful chocolate, dark-skinned men are on this fetish where they have to have a mixed child. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen so many people. I actually know a person right now, a white woman with a mixed child, who probably six or seven years ago used to always say, like, she just wants to have a baby with a black man because she wants a mixed baby because mixed babies are so cute. We're going to talk about interracial dating on another episode. 
but the, I mean, that's a fetish. No, I'm just saying, like, we're going to dive. What do you We're going to dive into that. I, like, how do, I don't even... That's a, that's a whole other conversation, really. Is, even with the parenting, how do you even come to that conclusion? I, I want my baby to be a certain skin tone. Forget who I fall in love with. Forget my relationships. Like, I want a light-skinned baby. Exactly. And I can halfway understand a dark-skinned girl saying that, right? I was about to say, cause I because she knows what, know it, what it comes with. Because it goes back yeah. to... What I've been through. Like, slavery. No, seriously. Slavery. This is all just Slavery. like conditioning. I believe like no matter what conversation we, we have, <laughs> it has nothing to do with black people. No matter what we talk about, everything goes back to slavery. Yeah, like dark skinned people definitely avoided each other. Like it was like a mutual thing, like in the early 1900s. Like, no, I love you, but we can't do this. Our people have been through this for too long. We need to lighten up the the yeah, load. We gotta, yeah. So they can't be in the house. I remember my like my mom even told me like her grandmother, I believe, like when she met me as a or no, I wasn't born. My my brother as a baby. Like she's like, oh my god, like this pretty yellow baby. Like that was a big deal. Like having like a light like they were probably like excited, like giving yeah. birth. Yeah. Like is the baby yellow? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and that I don't think was it was an ignorant thing but it was more of a like protective type yeah, thing. Yeah. now we veered off into that the way that was you know taught it kind of veered into self-hate and just a discriminatory factor now it ain't that no more we ain't being protective yeah. of the dark of our no. dark skin girls we're not saying like oh i don't want her to be dark skin because i don't want to be hurt you're saying i don't want her to be dark skin because i don't find her attractive i don't that's weird but it, it's but part of that goes back to like with the slavery thing because of with that that's how it was morphed so you wanted the light skin or the fair skin mm-hmm. because that was they equivalent to the the beauty and it's just like okay if you're the dark skin then yes you out in the field you the slave mm-hmm. like you really got to be out there whereas i have this fair skin or this light skin yes you could come in the house because whether you ugly or not this is where you go so it's just like in a twisted way it morphed over time and it's become we still have those same beauty standards to a certain extent but it's just like instead of us being slaves on the field it's just like oh well she black than the mug so i ain't messing with her because she ugly oh and she light-skinned so she cute whereas in reality if you compare the two seriously the dark skin will look better but because she's dark skin you automatically counting her Mm -hmm. out or you do that backhanded compliment. Oh, well, she cute for a dark skin, but I don't mess with them. Yeah. That's another thing, too. See, white men. White men. And I, sometimes, I'm sure, like, everything else, it could be a fetish. But white men love them some dark skin girls. You guys haven't seen that anywhere? Yeah, I would say it's more so a fetish, fetish than genuine yeah, love. Really? Fe- yeah, yeah, fetish is. I don't see it. Because for me, the fetish of the black girl would be with a mixed girl, a light-skinned girl. Nope. No, it's the black girl with the big booty. They got this whole no, fetishization no, with the sexual aspect. Why or just know? sexual anyways. I don't I don't think that the majority is white men genuine. Well, not majority, but I mean in general. That's a whole slave. Me, That's I literally like a slave. The no. fetish for black girls with white men... It's always with a light skinned girl. No. See, for me, I feel like it's the opposite. It's the dark skin. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm like not being funny and I'm I'm not a white man, mm-hmm. but I feel like you're not getting the full experience. If I'm getting a light skinned girl, she could be full black, she could be hundred percent black, but it's like I don't it's not deep know that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But where if I got a dark skinned girl, I know, she I know black. yeah, she black. This is a black woman, like you're gonna notice a black woman. Even if she don't got the boobs, the butt, none of that. She's still the black woman. Whereas even, oh sorry. Oh well yeah, but you know, whereas with the light skin, it's like okay. Even though she light skinned and she could be hundred percent black, it's still like, well, hmm, where's the where's the white in your bloodline, so to speak? Like, oh yeah, no, I can't mess with that. 
<laughs> no, for real. Like, I just heard what you said. Because okay. I was thinking about what I was about to say. Sorry. Okay, no. Because I was just like, I wanted to give a disclaimer. Like, because what I was about to say was about to sound really aggressive. I'm still going to say it, but I'm going to give a disclaimer <laughs> first. When I say the word nigga, right? Uh-huh. I'm just talking about black women. Like, I'm not saying, like, you nigger. Like, it's not like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful in the use of the word nigga. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have to say that. But what I'm about to say is going to sound real bad. So I just say, <laughs> you niggas piss me the fuck off with this whole anti-black woman thing right because the whole the, i believe that, that this, the reason is that, that this episode is not really but i'm gonna just say this, this one thing i'm gonna say this me. one thing this is one too deep i'm gonna say this one thing because we're talking about slavery which we probably talk about every episode <laughs> i just feel like the white woman to a black man is at this point or not at this point right it started off as just like a trophy you know what i'm saying because like they were black men have been abused more to me more than the black woman by like in slavery in slavery mm-hmm. when you really break down slavery like women still like women are still women like they they didn't give a fuck they were slaves like slaves still got treated like slaves but when you think of brian don't argue me honey no, no, I, no, i've, no, I've no, studied no, this ahead, a lot ahead, black men <laughs> were literally you don't have an opinion black black men have literally been raped in front of their families not and i know black women were raped okay you're not gonna tell me that thomas jefferson was in a relationship what was her name Sarah, Sarah Sarah Barton or some shit. No, not Barton. That's the white lady that helped do something with voting. Well, I don't know, but whatever. Thomas Jefferson and Sarah were not in a relationship. He was a slave owner and she was his slave and he raped her repeatedly and had kids by her. Boom, that's it. Boom, bam, bam. Now, what I'm talking about just like with pride and just like literally grabbing a black man and raping him in front of his wife his kids his mother his father his like and or making him give you know fellatio and just that whole thing like i understand why like once they got to like okay boom i'm about to give me a white girl now you can't tell me shit what's now like we on the same level now i got your your white woman or your daughter your sister your wife want <laughs> this bbc like <laughs> 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 But like I feel okay. like that's where like that whole thing started. Like a white woman was like a trophy. Like boom, I got something on you. You cannot like this is it. Like no I have what a, you do to me. This is I my still fuck white this white woman, and you can't say nothing about it because white men used to kill over stuff like that. No, but obviously, but that's because it goes back to the slavery thing. Because oh, yeah, as black men, you know we. Oh, well, I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> as as the black man, you've been portrayed as like this strong, this dominant, and you never not. Well, not being funny, but you don't correlate that to a white man. You don't correlate him being like a strong, dominant, like you know what I'm saying. Like, not at all. No. Never heard that so it's just like, yeah. So it's like to have that. So like you say, like the whole rape thing. It's like yes, because that's it's not the actual act that I'm trying to do, but it's the taking away. It's the taking away the pride, the power yeah, yeah, of being I'm, a man. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm making you less than because mm-hmm. yeah, I'm doing this to you and I'm getting away with it. So it is that like okay. <laughs> With the, oh. with this, the, I'm just thinking about like what we don't know about slavery. Oh my god, well, okay, because I just learned that, which makes so much sense. Like that, black women, or well, obviously black women, had to like breastfeed some oh, men okay. because they would starve them. No, they were breastfeeding their husband because they were being starved. Wow. Yeah. So boom, now I have a way to nurture you because you can't eat. You're being beaten all day. You, but you're literally like on your last breath. And y'all got the nerve after y'all great great grandfathers was doing that to say y'all don't like black women because of their attitudes. Okay, okay, let's okay, actually okay, stop. Okay, we're not going to get into like Okay, but we ain't going to finish. My attitude. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Not to say stop it. Because that's <laughs> the one for me. Not to say stop it. Got it. Black women don't listen. 
Nigga, I had you on my team. <laughs> Are you kidding? And I say me because that's my that's my auntie. That's my great 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 grandmother. That's my cousin. That's my. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, we literally held y'all on our teams. Are y'all crazy? And you talk about you don't like black women. What does that even mean? What are you saying to me? That's for that's you rather be with the slave owner. That's ridiculous. Great, great, great granddaughter. So you can talk hey, to her any way you want. That's the thing though. It's another thing too is with women that are non-black, men usually have the power to do and say whatever they want. Black women are not putting up with a lot of things. Period. There's a lot of things as a black woman you're just not gonna go through or put yourself through. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just (laughs) now I'm serious. Like it's there's just and so that's your reason. You want a weak-minded woman who's gonna let you cheat on her, beat on her, use her, do whatever you want, so you don't have to have a strong woman making sure you do what you're supposed to do as men. 